is that that's in your life that's contrary to what God says, it's time for us to receive what God says. It's time for us not to be moved by what we see. It's time for us to stand on and believe the word of God. And I'm just silly enough to believe God's word. And I know Satan is the one that's trying to stop it, but see, he can't stop what God has already decreed. He cannot curse what God has blessed. That's right. So looking here today, we are blessed. Yes. And I don't care. That's right. We are blessed. So when you look at your finance, you look at your wallet, you look at your checking account, you look at whatever, and it's not looking blessed, you, see, you speak to and say, nobody, you're blessed. That's right. In the name of Jesus, you are blessed. And what, what um, I've put here together, um, to live in God's abundance, we must think in line with his word. Meditate on these scriptures to build your faith to what he is willing and able to provide. If, you, if your heart is not expecting, if you're not expecting the abundance from the Lord, you're not gonna get it. That's right. If your thinking and your speaking are not in line with receiving from God, you're just not gonna get, you're not gonna get that abundant life. So you're gonna to have to do something to bring it in. Um, scriptures say the church suffers violent, but the violence, but the violent take it by force. Right. And taking it by force and violence is by speaking the word of God. Yes. And that's what you're gonna to have to do. So here, there's some scriptures. These aren't all to in all scriptures on abundance, but this will get you started on, on what you can meditate on and what you can think or what you can speak over your life during the course of the day, just to, to um, Continue to build your faith to take the limits off of God and to receive what God wants for us. He wants us to have the best. I mean, the absolute best. And I, I will talk about it later on in the message. But yesterday, Pastor and I was looking at a, um, a, a show on TV, and I think it's called Epic Houses. And they were just showing these houses that people were building. And, and Paris and I, we were trying to, to guess how much they spent on either building or, or refurbishing their house. You know, and we came pretty close to what they were saying, but this one house, this one man, he did not mention family or anything, it's just him, and he wanted to build his house. This man spent either, I think it's either 205 million or 250 million. How much was that man's house? With the boat, the island, all that, was 250? But he spent, was 250 million. 250 million, 250 million dollars this man spent on his house. He. He, that's what I, that's what you said. Look, you gonna have to get up off of our money. That is yeah, ridiculous. Right. Two hundred and fifty million he spent. He wanted to be alone, so he bought an island, and built this this magnificent house. And then he you, you get to buy boats. So he he built this this thing that you can track your boat and you, it'll you you know row it up or drive it up whatever and then it'll come onto this the system and it drives it right into the house so you never touch the water it drives into the house you get out of your boat and then, then the next boat can come in then he wanted to because he was on an island he had fiber optics electric everything ran from the mainland to his house I mean they showed the cables under, under the water, I think it was the 200 feet under, underground, this man had these cables, two miles underground, he had this cable dredged to get to his house so he can have the finest of everything. When I say $250 million on this house, God wants the best for us, yes, okay? Does. I'm not saying go ahead and buy a house for $250 million, but if that's what you believe in God for, just help yourself. Because if you believe in God for that, that means you're gonna have that and you're gonna have plenty more to give to bless that's others. Right. That, that, that's how we are trained here to be, to be blessed, to be, be a blessing. blessing. But listen, right. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at these people, I said, Lord, and Pastor said, now nah, I bet you if you ask that man for a dime to give the church, he'd probably curse you out. Yeah. Yeah. 
but we spend that kind of crazy money. I said, Lord, it's time for all that wealth that, that's been stored up to be released yes. into the hands of God's people. Yes. And for it to be released, we're going to have to call it in. That's and right. we're going to have to spend time in the word of God. You have to spend time meditating because you really have to elevate and expand your thinking to receive what God has for us. Because yes. for long times, you know, we've, we've, we've had the mentality of just bless me any old kind of way. Any way you bless me, Lord, I'll be satisfied. No, that's not the mentality that he wants us to have. He wants us to take the limits off, yes. the limits off of him so he can bless us the way he wants to bless us. And I tell you, uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm just so encouraged. So, um, when you get a chance, look over these, and down the bottom, um, this is from Kenneth Hagin Sr., and he tells us how he, how he stands against the devil when the devil starts uh, nagging at his mind and nagging at his thoughts. What he tells, he speaks to it immediately and, and, and resists it and say, no, no, you have to go. I, re I refuse to think those thoughts. I refuse to let fear come in. I refuse to let uh, uh, thoughts of lack come into my heart. And he resists it. And he said, you're going to have to do the same thing. You are going to have to resist the devil on every hand. Why? Because his job is to try to make you believe what you prayed is not going to come to pass. Yeah. He is, a liar he is a liar and the father of lies. And, you know, and I talk to saints, I mean, this, the, the, the many saints that belong to this church, and, you know, as they've gone, and I, I try and keep in contact with them and just let them know, look, we're thinking about you. We're praying for you that we love you. You know, and just let them know how you, you may be somewhere else. But we still love you. God loves you. You may not even be in church right now, but we still love you. And God loves you. Why? Because he wants, he wants his house full. And he wants us as saints of God for us to, to, to be intercessors for others. Yes. And to just to speak over them. And, to, and, you know, just check on them, see how they're doing. Right. They're not here right now. But that means they're not coming. That's right. You know, the Lord is in his hands. Yes. Our job Amen. is to stand on the word of God. Right. Speak the word of God. Put out the faith that he has for us and continue to stand. Because I, I tell you, I, I love the Lord. And, and my, my, my aim here is to get us to the place where we um, are totally, totally, totally debt-free-minded. Debt-free-minded means we have no debts. So we can, and w once you are debt-free-minded and, and, and all your debts are paid, the income that's coming now is, it's just gravy. It's time that's to now right. give. It's time now to be able to bless others. And that's what the Lord wants for us, yes. to be able to be a blessing to others. But you can't bless anybody if you can't pay your bills. You can't bless anybody if, if your lights are turned off. You just can't do it. So he wants us to get to the place where we are totally debt free. Yes. Totally take the limits off of God to receive all the riches and the glory and the honor that the Lord went to the cross for us to receive. Yes. He did these things for us. He yes. wants us. We are the king's kids. He wants to provide for us. Yes. But we, just like if, there is, if there's something for you and you won't get it, it's just going to sit there. Yes. I do not want to get to heaven and the Lord show me a room filled with all the things that he had set aside for me that I was supposed to use down here on earth because I don't need it in heaven. But it's waiting for me in heaven, and I have to bring it from heaven down to earth. And he said, look, this is your room. I mean, I mean you know how some, some people's houses, you know, they just throw everything in the closet and, and just trying to clean up. They throw everything in the closet and don't touch that door. You know, and that door, and I get to heaven, and that door opens, and everything just starts falling out of that door. The things that God had for me. I'm going to be quite upset with myself because I didn't call it in, and I didn't receive what God has for me. So I'm not going to be in that position. I don't want you to be in that position either. I want you to be where God wants you to be, to receive. 
receive uh, what God wants. So we, today we want to talk about taking the limits off. So I'll ask you a question. What is the biggest thing you think that God can do? And most people answer, there's nothing that God can do. I mean, God can do all things, which he can. So let's make it personal. What is the biggest thing God can do for you, even today? What's the biggest thing you, you're receiving, you're asking and believing God for? We know God can do everything, but do you know he can do it for you? That's the place where we want to get to that you know, you know, because we've heard all our lives, God can do anything, and, and we, so we know that. But the question is, can we get him to do it for you? Can you receive all that he has for you? That's where we, we want to get to. Yes, I want to get all that God has for me. And go with me to John 10 and 10, part B, in the Amplified Version. And it says, and I'm going to read it, a big part to put it, but I, I have to keep going, I have much time. I came that they, or you, may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. Yeah. God wants us to have a full, abundant, overflowing life. Right. In abundance till it overflows. Yeah. Anybody in here living in that abundant till it overflows life yet? I, I can tell you for myself, I'm not there. No. And, and he said it's mine, so I want to know why don't I have it? Right. What's, what's, why, why, am not in my, why am I not in abundance? Yeah. As I said, Lord, why am I not in abundance? I thought I was doing everything right. But when I tell you, when I, when I came through this, this major trial that the Lord just brought me through, I realized that I wasn't doing all I, was, I could have been doing. And I certainly wasn't reading the word as I should have been, like I should have been, and standing on the word like I should have been until that thing hit and it opened up my eyes and said, Lord, what have I been doing? Just what have I been doing? You said you want me to have an abundant life. And, you know, I, I was existing, just like most of us. We've just been existing. I said, no, no, I don't want to live that life of existence That's anymore. Right. I want everything that you says is mine. Right. And I, have to, I had to wake up to my righteousness to realize what the Lord had for me and to stand up and be, you know, the lion in the tribe of Judah and stop being a wimp and stand on the word of God and begin to speak the word of God and say it, say it and meditate it and thank him and praise him and glorify. I had to do it all until I got a breakthrough. And I said, Lord, I have to do the same thing with my abundance. You said, according to your word, it's mine. Lord, you said you came that I might have life and have it to the full until it overflows. He, did he come? Yes, he did. Can he lie? No, he can't. So therefore, I'm supposed to have life to the full until it overflows. You are too. So we're going to take the limits off and say, Lord, I want that overflowing, abundant, that abundant life. Overflowing. I want to be blessed to be a blessing. Blessed to be a blessing. Hallelujah. So the truth is, we really can't have abundance until we can think in abundance. We have to think in abundance. And yesterday, as I was looking at that show, and I said, Lord, they, those folks, they, they, they have no clue as to what to do with the money. They just, they don't have a clue. Had this big house, I mean, this was one guy had a log cabin house, I, I got done without that one. But, I mean, that's what he wanted. He spent a couple million to get this log cabin the way he wanted to be. That, that's okay. You know, but I want to be in a position, and I want us as saints of God to be in a position that, yeah, we're totally out of debt, and that we're looking for somebody to bless. We're looking to help a family that's about to be put outdoors. Say, wait, hold, just, we're going to stop this right now. We're going to pay this off full right now so you can keep your... That's what the Lord wants us to be. He wants us to be blessed, to be a blessing. I'm not there yet. You may be there, but I'm not there yet. I can't pay anybody's mortgage right now. I'm sorry, I can't. Don't mean I won't tomorrow, but right, right at this second, I, I don't have it. Right. 
but the Lord has it for me. And I'm speaking it in because I, I, I want us all to be totally yes. debt free. And I've already put my time into the Lord that when I want, I want that to happen in my life. You have to tell him when you want it done in your life. Because he's given us his word. And he said, look, can you give me my word back to me? Okay, Mark 11, 24. That's, that, that's for that, the impossible things, that taking the limits off of God. That's, that scripture is to take the limits off of God's scripture. So whatever it is, that scripture, when you read that, it's not in my list for today, but let's, let's go to Mark 11, 24. Because we have to see that in there, I'll find my heart. <clears throat> it says, Verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Yeah. Therefore I say unto you, What things soever ye desire when you pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Now, anywhere in that scripture, does that say anything about money? No. Anywhere in that scripture, does it say that you have to pay for what it is? No. That scripture does not mention money at all. And, you know, it, it, that just hit me the other day. I said, you're right, Lord. What, am, what have I been thinking? Yeah. That doesn't say any about if you have the money and you pray for you, and money's not mentioned anywhere. That's a, this scripture is an impossibility scripture. Right. For whatever is impossible in your life, therefore I say unto you, what, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them and ye shall have them. Yes. So what, 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 is, what, what, what is our part here? Praying, believing, what you're desiring, you're receiving. I didn't see any money mentioned here. There's no money mentioned here. Whatsoever thing you desire, when you pray, believe you received it, and you shall have it. So I, when I read that, and read that, and read that, and read that, because you, know, you have to meditate on scriptures. When you begin to meditate on the scripture over and over again, then the Lord starts revealing to you. He starts opening up, and, and you start seeing the, the scripture in a different way. And I said, that's right. Lord, the limits are off. Whatever you say, I'm going for it. I don't even care. I don't care how stupid, how crazy it sounds. Whatever you say, that's it. I was talking to the pastor on the way down the church. I said, is that what we're going for? I mean, because look, I'm, I'm charged. I'm ready. If that's what you say we're heading for, I'm right there. We're going for it. Why? Because I got the scripture here, and it didn't mention money. It didn't tell me you can get, uh, you know, buy my rainbow, with, but he didn't say that. No. He did not say you can purchase rainbow with money right here. Do y'all see it on here? I didn't see that in here. He said, whatever I desire when I pray, I believe I receive it, then I can have it. Is that what that word said? Yes, I said, I said, okay. I'm just waiting. I said, Lord, you, now, now I am primed and I'm ready. You give, you give me what I have to shoot my gun at and we're going to go for it. You understand? I don't care. I don't care. We're going for it. I just need to direct. I just need to know where to aim my gun. That's what I told us, Lord, you just tell me where to aim my faith. And I'm going to shoot it. I'm going to bless it, right? I don't care. Yeah. Why? Because he gave me his word. And last week we, really, we found out he can't lie. In all eternity, God cannot lie. So we, we can do anything with these scriptures. Do you understand? He can't lie. He said, if you desire and pray for it and believe it, I'm going to do it. Take the limits off. We got to take the limits off no matter what it is. Take the limits off. We have been trapped in our own mindset, in our own thinking. 
God's plan for the children of Israel was to come out of slavery and to go into abundance. That was his plan. Um, I need Exodus 3, 7, and 8 in the NIV. Do we have the NIV? I don't know if we do. We do. Okay. So uh, you don't have the interview, but it's up there on the screen. It says, the Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of the land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey. That's what the Lord wanted for the children of Israel. He wanted them to come out of slavery in the land of not enough. He wanted them to go and immediately into abundance, into Canaan land in the abundance. That's where the Lord wanted them to go. So he, here he's saying, I've seen all, I, I know what you're going through. I've seen, you know, you're living paycheck to paycheck. I see sometimes you, you bounce a check here. I've seen all of that. I've seen that the situation is going on in your family, that there's some, some issues going on, the issues on your job. I've seen all that you're going through, but I am now going to bring you out into an abundant land. This is where the Lord wants us to be, bring us out into the abundant land. But what did they do? They got right to the spot and stopped. They said after they escaped Egypt and entered into the wilderness, they were in the land of just enough. In the, in the wilderness, the Lord blessed them just enough. He gave them what they needed for that day. He said, you take and gather all you need for this day. Don't take enough for tomorrow, because if you take it for tomorrow, it's going to stink, it's going to rot, and you're going to have a stinking tent. Right. He said, you take what you can eat for your family for the day, and next day when it comes, I'm going to provide again. Yeah. So right there, they were in the land of just enough. Me, personally, I'm tired of being in just enough. I, right. Just get to the end of the month, and you just got enough to get to the end of the month. You might like that. No. I don't like the land of just love. I don't like the land of, of, of not enough. I mean, right. I, I've been in that land. I didn't like it then. I, and I've been in just enough. And I definitely don't like that. Right. I want to be in the land of more than enough. I mean, yeah. you can take and pick where you want to be. Right. I, I choose to be in the land of abundance because that's what the Lord wants for us. Okay, so um, if they had crossed into Canaan's land, they would have had more than enough, but they wouldn't do it. Their thinking was wrong, and it kept them from God's best. Go with me to Numbers 13. We can talk about the children of Israel, and we can talk about the children of Raymond, whatever you want to call them, whatever you want to do. But we want to be, we don't really want to, in this instance, act like the children of Israel because they stopped and they stayed in the land of um, just enough. Numbers 13, 25. Okay, and they returned from searching of the land after 40 days. And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel unto the wilderness of Paran and Kadesh and brought back word unto them and unto all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told him and said, We came into the land whether thou sendest us, and surely, surely it flows with milk and honey, and this is the fruit thereof. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in that land and in the cities are walled and very great and moreover we saw the children of Anak there it's what they saw perception what they're seeing with their eyes the Melekites dwell in the land in the south and the Hittites and Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains and the Canaanites dwell in the sea by the coast of Judah and Caleb still the people said calm down people calm down citizens he stilled them before Moses and said let us go up at once and possess the land for we are well able we are well able to overcome it. Yes. But the men that went up with him said, 
we be not able to go up against these people for they are stronger than we are. Here we go, perception again. And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel saying, the land though which we have gone to search is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it are men of great, great stature. And there we saw giants and the son of Anak which came to the giants. We were in our own eyes as grasshoppers. So were we in their sight. So here they've come, they've sent out the spies to spy out the land. Forty days they went out and searched. And they came back, another scripture it tells them, they came back bringing fruit to show them how truly this land was, was um, flowing with milk and honey. Now, when you get a cluster of grapes, you know you can hold a cluster of grapes in your hand. They cut off a cluster of grapes, put it on a staff, and two men, two men had to carry one cluster of grapes. The grapes were the size of grapefruits. One grape the size of grapefruits. I mean, and they, they carry this back. I mean, that's a big grape, you know what I mean? I mean, two men had to carry on a staff one cluster of grapes. Wow. That's how great, that's how big the grapes were. I mean, that's how truly the land was flowing with milk and honey. And the Lord had them to bring back a sample of the land so that the people can say, yes, let's, we desire that. We want that so we can go into the land that God has promised. But what they did, they listened to 10 naysayers. And you will have naysayers in your life. Don't, I mean, when we get on this faith walk and we walk in faith and we're talking strange stuff like, I'm going to be totally out of debt before Christmas. I mean, totally debt. I mean, every, every debt I owe is going to be done. I mean, you start talking like people think you're crazy. Yeah. So you know you can't, you can't do it. And I was talking to the Lord and, and you know, and speaking to him because I get, he knows my date. And um, in my mind, because see, I hadn't taken the, 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 the limits of it. In my mind, I said, it's not really possible. How in the world? I'm going to be totally debt free, uh, and, 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 and I do daycare, so it's basically depending on the parents whether or not they want the kids to come or not. You know, they move because they're going into different things. And I said, the Lord said, I, I didn't tell you that you're going to be debt free by your, debt, your income. That's right. I said, you know, Lord, where's the paddle? Just where is the paddle? Because I needed a good paddling. I really did. Because I said, why was I even thinking those thoughts? When I, I had to take the limits off, because I, said, I know I, with my income, I mean, if, if my income would have been enough to get me out of debt, I would have been done by then, don't you right. think? Right. I, and same for you, if your income could have gotten you totally out of debt by now, you would have been out of debt. So clearly that's something you can't do. Right. So clearly that's an impossibility in your life. And when we start talking, hey, I'm going to be totally debt free by the end of this year. I, I, it's done. I mean, we start talking, people think you're crazy. They said, they're really going off the deep end. Y'all, I need y'all to pray for my children because they have, they've gone to Raymond. They taught them to speak these words. They have totally lost their mind. Lose it. I don't care. As long as you lose it in the Lord, just go right ahead. Why? Because we, you can't have it if you're not speaking it. If you're not seeing it, if you're not thinking it, it's not going to come to pass. And then come 2015, you're going to be in, in more debt than when you were in 2014 because you probably maxed out the cost come Christmas. So I say, let's say what the word says. Take the limits off. And expect from God. Yes. What he says ours is mine, and I'm taking the limits of. When I say totally debt free, that's what we want. So they didn't want to do and cross over into the land of Canaan that the Lord had. He had envisioned this for his people. He said, I'm going to deliver them. I've seen all that they've gone through with these taskmasters, and I'm bringing my people out, and I'm going to bring them out in abundance. And they came out in abundance, yes. but he wanted them to live in abundance on the other side. They didn't want to do it. 
So they stayed back. And because of that, the Lord says, you will wander in the wilderness one year for every day that they went out and searched that land. And none of you, none of you, unless it's the children, will beg it to the other side because in 40 years you're going to all die out. He said, I, 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 I want you to make the children because the children are going to the other side. All of you that wouldn't go, you're not going. Wow. The Lord said, you're not going. I'm sorry. You're not, you're not going to make it. I'm telling you now. And that's where that scripture came in um, about how, four score, three score, six score, when, when you're 80, but if by chance you make it to 80. That scripture, that's when that scripture came. And people think, oh, the Lord only promised to live 80 years. If by 80, we, we don't know. That was for the disobedient children of Israel. If you make it by 80, he said, if you make it up today, you'll be doing good because yeah. you are not going to the other side. Wow. So they sealed, their, they sealed their own doom and they said, we can't do it. We, we can't do it. As Jack would say, I don't love it. So they just said, I don't love it. And they didn't go. They didn't cross over. And even seeing the results of the fruit that came from that land, wow. they wouldn't go. So I don't want us to be in that position where the Lord has shown us, this is my word. Use my word to get over to the other side. Speak my word, meditate on my word until it becomes large within you, until you know that you know that you know. And no matter what Pastor was saying today, no matter what anybody says to you, you don't even care what they say because you know deep down in your heart that God is going to do it for you. No matter what, don't be moved. It matters little. Why? Because the word of God is true. That's it. So go with me to Isaiah 54 and 2. Um, I'm going to read it in the King James first, and then we're going to go to the, the, the uh, NIV. Thank you, Lord. This is what Isaiah was telling them how, how to move and how to go on to basically how to get to the other side. Isaiah 54 and 2, and it says, Enlarge the place of thy tent. And let them stretch forth the curtains of thine inhabitation. Spare not. Lengthen thy cords and strengthen thy stakes. Now I want you to hear it in the NIV. Okay, it says, enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent's curtain wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. Okay, you are not going to be able to go any further in the Lord until you enlarge your mindset, until you enlarge and expand your thinking and receiving from God. Because if you have the, the, the um, poverty mentality that is not for me, God's not going to do it for me, you're not going to, you're not going to have it. We have to get to the place where we, in, my, in our hearts, in our minds, that we say, Lord, I believe your word. Expand, expand, reveal to me. Let the eyes of my understanding be enlightened so that I can enlarge my borders. I can enlarge my territories like Jabez when he prayed. He had to pray that to enlarge me. Lord, enlarge me on the inside so that I can receive all that you have for me. So that's where we want to be. Enlarge the place of my tents. Broaden your thoughts. Make room in your heart and your mind to embrace God's thoughts of abundance. You are going to have to embrace what God says is yours because we, we, you've been programmed all your life to think small, think small. You know, you, you, everybody's in, everything is in a box. And you can't, well, you really can't have that, so don't even think. Don't get your hopes up too high. You know, don't get them hopes up. Enlarge your thoughts. Enlarge, expand, expand your thinking to the place where, yes, I am the righteousness of God. Yes, 
I'm supposed to have the best. I'm not supposed to be living from paycheck to paycheck. That is not the abundant life that God has for me. You're going to stay there as long as you think that that's where you're supposed to be. No, enlarge your thinking. Enlarge your territory. Expand your mindset. Expand your heart to receive what God says is yours. Lord, you said it's mine. I'm taking it. I am taking it back. It's all mine. But you have to elevate your thinking. Elevate your thinking to believe God's word. Hallelujah. God does not think small, neither should you. Quit thinking small and said, create a habit of thinking large. Thinking like God. Think like God. He, I mean, he didn't do anything small. Everything he did was large and the best. And that's what he wants for us. So the first step was to enlarge the place of your tent. That's what Isaiah says. Second, he said, stretch your tent's curtains wide. Stretch your desire. Stretch your imagination. Meditate on the places and the things that you want to do. And meditate. Sit and think and see yourself in a place that God says is yours, that he wants you to be. I mean, if you're fighting sickness and disease, don't sit, sit there seeing yourself sick. I mean, when I, when I had this thing going years ago, I saw myself dying. I saw myself being buried. I saw the whole funeral. I saw myself for the casket. I mean, I just sat, and the Lord said, why sit ye here until you die? Yeah. Why? Because I was listening to the lies of the devil. He said, no, you think on good things. Right. You begin to think that you are healed. Stand on the word of God and, and, and meditate on my word that says, by the stripes that Jesus bore, you're healed. Yes. Meditate on those things. Meditate on the word of God. Quit thinking the lies of the devil. Quit thinking lack and, and, and discouragement and defeat. Elevate your thinking to think like God. Think like God thinks, and you'll have the things that God has for you. Why? Because he said, as a man believeth in his heart, so is he. So if you keep thinking and believing in your heart on lack, guess what? You're going to have lack. Lack's going to be your buddy. And everywhere you go, lack's going right there behind because you're thinking lack. You're thinking lack mentality. God wants us to think abundance. Jesus said, I've come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. That's what he wants you to think. Think on those things. Elevate your thinking to believe, yes, that is for me. God says it's mine and I'm going to have it. That's why I pulled out these scriptures for you. I mean, I'm sure you could have found them yourself. But I want to give you something you can read and meditate on during the week and, and just start filling your heart up with the word of God. Your spirit man already knows, but you yourself have to know. Your mind, your, your will, and your emotions have to be kind, kind of agree with what the Lord says. Okay, so we're helping you out any way we can to get that word into you. Hallelujah. So you want to stretch your curtains and enlarge your borders and dream with the Holy Ghost. Let the Holy Ghost take you on a daydream. Let him take you. This is what the Lord wants for you. This is what he wants you to have. This is what he wants you to drive. This is what he wants you to live. Go on a daydream trip with the Holy Ghost because he's only going to show you the best. He may tell you, look, get in your car and go driving. Just go look at some houses. Just go, go, look, at the, go look at some car. Do whatever that, that, that he's directing you to do. I don't know what area you're looking you know, for God for, but whatever it is, elevate your thinking. Come up out of that, that, low, that lowly bar state and, and begin to believe like God believes. Yeah. See yourself going places never have uh, gone before. Enlarge the desires that God has placed inside of you. The desires that God has placed, the dream. And I have on my wall in office a house that I wanted for years, and I even had stopped looking at the picture. I mean, and I, you know, I had convinced myself, well, I don't really need that big house. It's just a person. I mean, I convinced myself, and the Lord said last night as, as I was preparing this message, he said, look at that house. I said, yeah, Lord, that's right. I, 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 can, I can deal with that. And no, I ain't going to clean somebody. I'm going to have to clean it for because I don't feel like I don't feel like cleaning when I got it. So I, I, I want somebody to clean. If I'm, you're going to give me that house, not if, but when, send the people that's going to clean it. 
Plain and simple. Hey, he said he wants me to have the best. That's right. So he can send somebody to take care of the best that he's given me, right? right. Elevate your mentality. Elevate your thinking. Yeah. Why? Because the Lord wants us to be blessed. Yeah. He wants us to make the world jealous, and they can't be jealous if we're just barely getting along. They're not, right. they're not jealous. They're not, they're not impressed. No. But when they start seeing the, what the Lord has for you, when you start elevating your thinking and begin to speak of business and speak what God says is yours, and you begin to expect, say, yeah, that's right. I'm supposed to have that. That'll make them jealous. That's right. Okay. So, so Isaiah said, enlarge your place in your tent, stretch your tents and your curtains wide. And he says, don't hold back. Every chance you get, every time you think about it, begin to meditate on the word of God. See yourself receiving the amounts of money that God says is yours. See yourself debt free. See yourself. I mean, don't hold back on anything. Just, just, just start thinking outside the box. Totally outside the box of things that you want from God. See yourself doing it. Don't hold back. Say, oh, oh maybe, maybe, maybe that house is too big. Maybe I really don't need it. Uh uh. Don't hold back. Don't hold back on God because nothing is too large for him. Nothing. He, oh, no, well, I really don't think I can work that out for you. You, you may need to back that up a little bit. You may need to back that up. No. Don't hold back. Right. Whatever it is God has for you, yes. I want you to say, yes, Lord, it's mine. Yes, yes Lord, I receive it. Yes. Now, the last two is lengthen your cords and stretch your stakes. I am out of town, out of town. I'm out of town, time. But the Lord wants us to be in a place. Well, we say, yes, yes, Lord, I receive all that you have for me. I receive the goodness, the benefits, the blessing, the healing, the, the prosperity, the soundness of mind. I receive everything, all, every area of my life, I, I, I for once submit to you so that now you can have your free will, free reign in my life to work out these situations. The things he says, I will perfect those things that concern you. You may have concerns with your family members. You may have concerns with relationships. You may have concerns with your job. You may have concerns with your, 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 your body. The Lord said, I'm going to perfect those things that concern you. Begin to meditate on the word. Begin to meditate on that word. Meditate means to mutter it, read it, mutter it, think about it, read it over and over again, and speak it out loud until those scriptures begin to get into your heart and you begin to rise up like the lion of the tribe of Judah and you'll be looking for a fight. And I'm not talking about a fist fight, but you'll be looking to bash the devil in the head every time he starts, starts with the substance. No, 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 I resist you, devil. I will not have that thought. I will not even let you give me that thought. It's not my thought. I'm not going to have it power of prayer. I tell you, God loves you. God loves you, saints, and he is so ready. He is so ready to, blow, I mean, just blow it out the water for us. But as ready as he's been, apparently we're not ready enough. So we have to line up with the Lord. Get those desires that he's placed into your heart. Stir up those desires. Stir them up, whatever it is. You may want to start your own business. You may want you, whatever, whatever. You may want to own your own apartment complex. I, I, I can't tell you what your desire is. But whatever it is, bump it up. Amen. Bump it up. And begin to expect to receive from God. Yes. Why he says, if I can get my people to believe my word, I will do it. Yes. If I can get them, he said, there's nothing impossible. Nothing, nothing impossible. So pastors coming up about me and my street, my goal, my, my street in heaven. Nothing's impossible. He said there's nothing impossible. I'm sure enough to believe that there's nothing impossible for God. There's nothing too hard for him. With God, all things are possible.